What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. Mic drop. Time for the mic, mic, mic drop. What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki with Two Tree Guys, but we're bringing another episode of Mic Drop. Mr. Michael Vulcan, director of the Academy on the marketing side with us. And uh, this is a segment that we brought to you guys a while ago, and we're going to keep bringing this back a couple times a month. Uh, but we're focusing on sales. We're focusing on marketing uh, for the tree care industry and for you guys to be able to get some little nuggets and small little 10 to 15 minute episodes uh, to help you grow your business and help to uh, expand out there. So mm-hmm. welcome again, my friend. Thank you. Welcome heard, again. Yeah, I heard those protests in the streets to bring me back. So <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a little bit of protest happening. Yeah, but, that's good. And congratulations on being number six. And what is it? South Korea? That's fantastic. <laughs> North I mean, we're Korea. Making North, oh, North, North Korea. Korea. Oh, well, one of them. Yeah, <laughs> we're, I mean, we're popular out there. That's great. Those yeah, we were. We, it was it was funny. We were you know we were actually ranked number 73. Whoa. And I was so excited when someone told me, hey, you're ranked 73 i'm like what in podcasting yes in south korea yeah i'm like oh my gosh i'm like well i guess that's cool yeah world domination yeah yeah yeah. no man but uh uh, always excited to have you on the show and uh to talk about marketing because marketing leads the way and this is the mic drop episode so love that name uh what what are we talking about today for everybody that's listening right you now? You know, uh, we're going to talk about the seven stats that you need to monitor as a tree service company because if you don't monitor your stats, you're not reacting fast enough, you're not being proactive, you're being reactive, and there's it's really easy to monitor stats nowadays. We're, you know, we're in the age of what's called big data, and stats are available in real time across the world in all different forms. So I'm going to give you the top seven stats that you should be keeping an eye on that will get you like 90% of the way there for knowing the key important numbers for your company. Gotcha. Gotcha. And when, when you say the stats, they're going to be mm-hmm. monitoring, what what are these numbers that they, they want to get for their yeah, company? Yeah. I mean, everything from revenue to profit um, okay. and then, you know, on the QuickBooks side or the book side. And then you've also got all the analytics from the website side. So there's a lot of different numbers you can be monitoring for all different gotcha. avenues of your company. So you got to have a scorecard. Got to right? have a scorecard. Yeah. You, you at least need these numbers to set a basis of how to improve upon those numbers. Right. Right. And, um, you know, with all the real time stats nowadays, it's you can share it across the world. If you have freelancers working with you or remote employees, um, you can have a, uh, there's lots of companies out there like the one, you know, I was referring to you about earlier called a Cyfe, C-Y-F-E, one of my favorites, real-time monitoring uh, of stats. You can pipe it in from various locations and just, if you yeah. have a TV screen, just pump it up there and just all the time, you're just looking at stats whenever you want. It's gotcha. Even on your phone. Awesome. On the go. Let's, let's go through these. Well, the first thing, um, first of all, let me just define a common word or a common phrase, K- KPIs key performance indicators, mm-hmm. right? Those are stats that are crucial. Um, it's different than a metric. So a metric is just a, really a monitored number. A key performance indicator or a KPI is tied to a goal, like a revenue goal. Like let's say it's January 1st and you say, hey, by December 31st, I wanna make $2 million in revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a KPI. If something you're just monitoring and it really doesn't affect your your um, bottom line, so to speak, that would be more of a metric. It does not tied to a specific goal or a marketing campaign. Gotcha. So that's the difference. So with that said, let me talk to you about the top seven stats that you should be monitoring or KPIs that you should be monitoring 
as a tree service company. And with the caveat is that if you are a manager of a tree service company or an owner, uh, or you're just mm-hmm. you know working for a tree service company and run a side business, these these seven metrics will also apply to just about any company. Gotcha. Um, so the first one would be CLTV. That stands for the customer lifetime value. So how much a customer spends with you over time. Um, so let's say a new customer comes in and orders $2,000 of whatever, e-commerce product, mm-hmm. you know, stump removal, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then healthcare, the, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're on a yearly basis that they're doing. Yeah, recurring. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So the CLTV is something you should be monitoring because it's not just the initial payment that you get from that customer. He could be coming back or she could be coming back multiple times over the year or many years. So a CLTV, even though the initial order may be $2,000, that value of that customer may be $50,000. So why is that important to measure something like that? Well, if you spend $2,500 to bring in a customer that's typical order is $2,000, you're going to be like, well, I'm losing $500 every time I bring in a customer, right? Mm -hmm. But if you know your CLTV, you know that that customer on average is going to be spending about 50 grand with you, gotcha. then you can justify a $2,500, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. revenue to bring that in or expense to bring that in. Gotcha. So CLTV is very important to understand. And it's actually quite easy to get. Um, even historically, you can go through your QuickBooks or any kind of um, bookkeeping program you have and just look at the customer record and just mm-hmm. um, do an average of what the um, average customer will spend with you. Hmm. All right. That's great. That's one of them. The other one is the customer acquisition cost, which is also called the CAC, customer acquisition cost. So how much does it cost you to acquire a customer? So you want to run Google ads and you know uh, that it costs about um, $300 to bring in an ad or a, uh, a customer through an ad through Google ads. Yeah. But you also know you're running Facebook ads and it costs you $500 to bring in a customer. So you have to know your customer acquisition costs across various multiple uh, marketing channels because if one is super expensive but it's still working and the other one is cheaper and it's working just as fine you might want to partition your budget to go to the one that's bringing you to the lower cac or customer acquisition cost just so like really you important. said running running ads through google or running it through bing right google bing, or bing and Facebook, bing's cheaper yeah. mm-hmm. so if you're seeing the same return on both bing might be one that you want to focus on more that's right yeah okay. and it might not be the same it might not just be hey bing is lower and that's it forever i mean every week every month look at your numbers okay. um, a lot of people just set in and forget it like marketing campaigns and i'm going to tell you from experience that is going to cost you a lot of money if you do that mm-hmm. so put in your calendar uh, i keep referencing a calendar because I live and die by a calendar. Every week, half an hour, look at your numbers. Find out what your CAC gotcha. is. Um, Google Ads has a dashboard. It'll tell you what that, now, where, that is. Now, when do you schedule this in your week to look I, at this stuff? Typically, I like to do it on a Friday afternoon. You know, things are kind of calming down. The hustle and bustle of the week is yeah. hopefully getting getting behind you. And that's usually a time where I can just look at the numbers from uh, Friday to the previous or the Friday of today into the previous Friday gotcha. and just look at that seven-day period. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're talking about the seven stats you need to monitor a tree service company. We've talked about the CLTV. We've talked about the CAC. And now we're going to talk about an easy one, AOV, Uh average order value. All right. So what is the average order you get? So if you're running in, I don't know, a company that sells tree safety courses or, you know, to climbers or equipment, you know, if, if you can... Um, if you know that your average order value is $200, like people are willing to pay $200, um, then 
you know that your goal might be to increase that to 250 by doing what? You can raise prices, you can increase the value uh, that you're offering, you can do a two for one, do an upsell or a coupon code with an upsell. There's a lot of variations you can do. Once you know what the average customer is typically going to spend with you, you now have a goal, a KPI metric, to mm. increase that. And your goal might be, let's increase the average order value 10% this quarter year, mm -hmm. or 100%. Um, so at least as you have a baseline metric like an AOV, you know that um, you have something, a goal to increase it. Hmm. So Interesting. Interesting. Right. And that, you know, a lot of multifamily properties, I would do that too. Uh, when I went in, I knew the average multifamily apartment was about $7,500 for each one it would spend. Mm -hmm. But then over the years of collecting all that data, I knew that every property spends an average of $65 per tree per year. So I could go mm -hmm. in and I knew that if it had a hundred trees, they're going to spend $6,500 a year on average mm -hmm. for that. So I looked at the customer. I knew that's the average. I knew that's what I least wanted to get based on the amount of trees they had mm -hmm. and with the plant healthcare. And then I knew that client over the next three years was worth about $20,000 to me. And yep. so all this is making sense Smart. of, you know, these numbers that you're putting to, I mean, these, yep. uh, these abbreviations and key performance indicators. Yep. Uh, that you have. So. Now, that's smart. Keep in mind, though, that if you're not an e-commerce company and you sell local services and you have multiple locations, your AOV, your average order value, might vary from location to location. It could be on a number of factors. Maybe the cost of living is lower or higher in another area. And then, so you have to evaluate it on a local basis. Each area, because mm -hmm. Fresno is not the same way as San Jose. I know. Yep. Very different <laughs> cost of living for sure. Yeah. Um, another one I want to talk to you about, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about the seven stats you need to monitor as a tree service company, or really any company, uh, is the LRT. This is a less common one to monitor, but is so, so important given the competitive nature of the tree service industry. The LRT is a lead response time. So how quick can you get back to that lead? Um, so here's an example. Let's say you're running Yelp leads. Uh, on a service like Yelp, if you're not familiar with Yelp ads, usually people will submit a quote and you'll get it and five of your other competitors will get it as well. And it's usually the race to the first one to respond and get to their house to give them a quote wins, right? So the lead response time is super important. And if you know that your response time is three hours and your success rate with Yelp ads is 10%, then you know, hey, let me try getting to all the leads within two hours and seeing if that increases my conversion rate, maybe 20%. So it might be worth justifying the cost to get, you know, I don't know, a, another assistant or a phone, yeah. uh, a virtual phone system that could just, you know, answer the phone all day long and get your response rate down. If it doubles your conversion rate, it's well worth the cost, right? Mm. So lead response time is very important. Um, it's not just the fastest one uh, to respond to the lead wins, but it's the fastest one that um, services the needs of the person that submitted the quote. Absolutely. And, yeah. and the majority of, you know, uh, companies that are out there, they focus on the residential mm -hmm. uh, part of that. Mm -hmm. So 90% of the companies are all residential and, and speed of servicing the client is very important because they have a need and then the need just came up not six months ago and they knew they were going to call a tree company. The need came up yesterday. I know because the wife yeah. or the husband yeah. go shit past uh, due. I need to do this or a limb falls and breaks and hits the car. So now all of a sudden it's a rush. I need to get it done now. Yeah. So who can react the fastest on the calls and on getting the job done and the price is fair. 
that's a company we'll probably yep. go to. I don't know what it's like in South Korea, but in America, we want everything <laughs> yesterday, right? So it's super important, super important to get to get back to them as yeah. soon as possible. Like I go into a fast food restaurant and I'm like ordering a burger and I'm like, yeah, I'll take a Big Mac. Where is it? Like I barely even finished my sentence and I want it. That's just uh-huh. the way Americans are. Uh-huh. So getting to them, like three hour response time is way too slow. Like somebody else has already responded to them is probably at their house by now. So always look at getting your lead response time down. Monitor that. Okay. All right. Next one. Another one. Budget variant. So let's continue on with our Yelp and our Google Ads. We're on lead conversions. Oh, we're, okay. Let's uh, let's talk See, about you're, lead you're conversion going too percentage. Fast here. You get to the end quick. These aren't necessarily <laughs> in order, but we can go. These are you. You want to go in alphabetical order? I'm, let's I'm, do that. I'm keeping, I'm keeping a line here. Let's do lead conversion percentage. So, okay. how many of your leads turn into customers? That's really important. So, let's say you bring in a hundred leads through a really slick, cool marketing campaign you put together, but you only closed one of them. So. Your lead, your uh, lead conversion percentage is one percent, which is not that good. So now that you know that, you have the power to double it, triple it, quadruple it, or even more, and you know where the most effective leads are coming from. So your Google ads may be more expensive, but they're five times more effective because you're closing them, right? So mm. there's that variation too that you have to think about in addition to like the CLTV and the CAC and all those other stats we just talked about. You have to know your lead conversion percentage. Love it. Yep. So now can we talk about the budget variance? Yes, we can. Okay, so the next one is the budget variance. <laughs> so planned versus actual. So let's say you set aside $2,000 a month to run Google ads and Yelp ads, right? Um, and your your budget, uh, you wound up only spending half of that amount. Well, now you know moving forward that even though you planned on $2,000 and you only and you wound up spending $1,000, you have a variance. You know how much money you can double up the next month, um, maybe to make up for the lost percentage there in the previous month Um, or maybe you went over and you can compensate you know over or under your budget there but knowing where you're at in your budget will keep you on track and not make and make sure you don't overspend or underspend and that's also really important for forecasting your budget for the following year or the year after that when you're beginning of the year where you're making budgets good right um, okay, so the goal here was to list the top seven stats, and we've talked about six of them. We're going to go uh, with a term that you probably are all familiar with called ROI, return on investment. All right, so it's used to evaluate the efficiency or the profitability of an investment or um, uh, compare the efficiency mm-hmm. of it. So your return on your investment, you could say that through Google Ads, I spent $1,000, but I also spent, uh, but I also made $2,000 from that $1,000. Now, that seems like it's really good because you made a thousand bucks, but you also spent 50% of your profit on ads. Yeah. That's not going to work for a lot of people, right? Sometimes in an industry, especially e-commerce, you're competing with Amazon. Margins are pretty thin. You might have, you know, a 10% margin. So, you know, having making $2,000 off $1,000 of advertising is still a losing proposition, mm-hmm. you know? So you have to keep an eye on your ROI and know what it is before you launch a campaign. You might say, I need, if I'm going to spend $1,000, I need $4,000 just to break even because I know that my cost of goods are this. Mm -hmm. It's going to cost me X amount to send somebody out to the house and it's going to take three hours to do that. And that's my cost, right? So know your expenses going into servicing a client or sending out an e-commerce product. Know your ad costs and the total of that would be what you need to subtract from your total profit of your marketing mm-hmm. campaign. So um, just as a quick recap, your seven stats that you need to monitor as a tree service company, CLTV, which is your customer lifetime value, CAC, which is your customer acquisition cost, AOV, your average order value, 
LRT, your lead response time, your lead conversion percentage, your budget variance, and your ROI. So what I'm going to do, Phil, is I'm going to put these in the show notes. Okay. So you guys don't have to memorize them. So as long as you give me a like on Instagram <laughs> and uh, you know uh, grab those show notes uh, so you can have them handy. And then I'm telling you, it's really easy once you understand what each of these are to be able to set these up and monitor them in real time. All right. So I'm going to... I'm listening. Somebody's listening to this, driving right now. They hear all this. A lot of these um, abbreviations, these uh, uh, seven stats you need to monitor, this is something they've never heard before, mm-hmm. right? So I need to start tomorrow. Where the heck do I start Good question. to start knocking these out and, and yep. to start seeing this and monitoring okay. this and where does it live? Yes. Um, to answer your question, majority of these could be done uh, through Google Analytics. So sign up for a free Google Analytics account. And there's a little code that they're going to give you uh, to put on your website so you can monitor website stats that way. Um, the remaining of these stats can be uh, got out of your or grabbed out of your uh, either QuickBooks or whatever bookkeeping solution you're using. Okay, so go ahead and um, if you have a bookkeeper and accountant or if you do it yourself, um, Run those reports. You'll probably find them in the report section of QuickBooks where you can run your average order value, your uh, CAC pretty easily, gotcha. and your CLTV. So. Okay. And then cool. if they have any questions, you just send out your address, your personal phone number, and they there contact you, you 24-7. That's right, 24-7. I'm available <laughs> to all you guys. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, guys, uh, top seven stats you need to monitor. Uh That was good. That was good. Good. That was a mic drop right there. So appreciate everybody listening in on the Two Tree Tree Guy podcast, mic drop edition. Uh, So stay tuned for some more of these uh, marketing tips, tricks. Uh, Marketing leads the way for everybody. So again, appreciate everybody. We don't have a fee for the show. The only fee we have is share it. If you liked it, if you got something out of it, please share it on your page. Please share it on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're watching it. Share it to somebody else that could get something out of it or tag a friend with it. So hashtag mic drop. Hashtag mic drop. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right. Bye. Have a good one. Bye.